can I see that little lightning? See, this is Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News. So you guys are in for a treat because we are breaking down this week's episode of Vanderpump Rules and boy, did it deliver. Yeah, just when I thought it can't get any more shocking, we get an episode like this that absolutely blows my mind. We get that talk with Tom and Ariana, the talk with Ariana and Raquel, so cringe, and the purchase of the very controversial lightning necklace. There is so much to discuss. I've got my eyeliner on. I've got my hoop earrings on. I am ready to get into it and mention it all. But first, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. Okay, so first, let's get into the lightning bolt necklace acquisition. So... Raquel and Charlie are shopping at this boutique. You know, of course, they're talking about what went down the night before and everything. But I think the most important part here is when Raquel's about to check out and she leans over that little counter and says, can I see that little, little lightning bolt necklace? And I don't know about you, but I was shook because we all thought that Sandoval like bought this for her. You know, of course, lightning bolts are his thing. But the fact that she goes and spends $780 buying this necklace for herself to match with the man that she's having an affair with is even more sociopathic. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. It's insane. So I want to ask you, obviously we assumed that Sandoval bought this for her. Does it make it better or worse that she bought it for herself? I almost think it's worse. It was like the unexpected because I don't know if Tom Sandoval bought it for her that would be such a stupid move i mean he is the lightning bolt king i mean they're all over his outfits he has the necklace you pointed out that he even has an earring in the finale trailer like so i almost think it's worse because rachel went out of her way to do this i don't know what do you think it's giving desperate for sure and then one other thing that she said while she's in the shop is like I feel like I've really turned over a new leaf in overcoming James. And it's like, yeah, because you're hooking up with someone else. You know, like there's no better way to get over someone than to get under someone else. And that's exactly what she's doing. And so now she feels like, oh, you know, I'm over James. I her roll. Confessional, her confessionals continue to be like the most cringeworthy television maybe I've ever seen. So... We jump over to Schwartz and Sandy's, and once again, they're talking about why they can't open, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Sandoval is talking about him and Ariana again, and he's, you know, saying that his very presence annoys her. Schwartz is agreeing with him, saying it speaks to a bigger issue. And then Schwartz starts going into this, like, you know, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Sandoval starts saying, like, how he does... You know, he's trying to imply that he does more in the relationship than Ariana does. 
And, you know, in terms of like just taking care of the house and everything, like he there's pens in the drawer and batteries in the drawer and toilet paper because he goes out and buys that. And it's like, are you really that's your that's your complaint is that she doesn't buy batteries and that's why you don't feel connected and don't feel like you have a good relationship. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> of all the reasons, of all the excuses. In what world do keeping the batteries and pens stocked in your home is a, you know, sign of a healthy relationship? Never. Like, I don't know. Is he going to cite that? Like, if they were married, would he, like, cite that in their divorce papers? Like, Come on, Tom. Like, if that's his way of making us feel sorry for him, that he, you know, manages the house and stuff. I think, didn't he say in some interview that he has like an assistant doing that or something at some point? I remember, <laughs> like, so I, I don't know. Toilet paper, a you know, a roll of toilet paper, a battery, a pen does not a happy relationship make or a bad relationship. So Tom, just shut your mouth. Yeah, it was pretty wild. But I do know that, this morning when we woke up, Andrew made sure to thank me for keeping the batteries stocked. <laughs> I mean, you're the true hero. I, I am the backbone of this household. What can I say? So we do pop into Tom and Ariana's house and they have yet another kind of cringe conversation about the status of their relationship. You know, he keeps saying this line, my very presence annoys you. And mm -hmm. every time she's like, no, Tom, it's not that. She's like explaining to him how she really feels. Um, she wants to hang out with him. She wants to be him more. You know, it's obvious that quality time is her love language. And that's all she's asking of him. Yeah. And and he's just not getting it because he doesn't want to get it. You know, he's just trying to come up with excuses. He's saying we didn't even take a picture at Sheena's wedding. Again, it's like, so what? Like that does that is not the marker of a good relationship, Tom. He's like, I just want us to be better. I want us to be more intimate. You know, he reveals that they're only having sex four times a year, which she does not dispute. And that I will say that is kind of shocking. But, you know, Ariana is basically like, I can't have sex with someone who feels like a stranger, with someone who's not around, with someone who I don't spend, you know, quality time with. And, you know, that of course I understood. And I just feel like this whole conversation, Tom was like trying to point out their problems, their issues, almost in hopes that Ariana would be like, you know what? I think you're right. Like maybe this isn't working anymore. I feel like the reason he keeps bringing this to her is because he wants her to come to the conclusion that they should break up so that he doesn't look like the bad guy. I don't know. That's my theory. What What's your take on it? I agree with you 100%. And I think Raquel had the exact same motivation for her conversation with Ariana later in the episode, which we'll get to in a few minutes. But yes, they are totally trying to break this relationship apart. Um, it is clear. One moment that I loved, though, when Tom was like, you know, they're talking about what they think is quality time and the things he lists once again, doing mushrooms, skinny dipping and wait for it hang gliding are you fucking for real tom sandoval he is like a caricature of a human being like he is like a cartoon character at this point yeah i mean all ariana wants to do is like make dinners together and go for walks and he's like i just well you know i'm not feeling connected because we're not hang gliding together <laughs> like again 
psychopath psychopath so the whole episode kind of leads up to this event at something about her uh we get to see a little bit of the space and ariana and katie do a little tasting which is so cute um i love it lisa throws up you know being the supportive um you know queen that she is and then they kind of move the party to sir and we get a lot happening at sir oh my god i don't think this much has gone down in sir at sir since like 2015 it's there's a lot so let's try to take it one piece at a time i do want to touch on tom sandoval's confessional where he said you know these issues are not just my fault like they're not just ariana's fault they're my fault too and as you know we were talking you kind of pointed out like that's not what you said on howie mandel so he's contradicting himself and just you know proving to be the liar that he is I thought that was crazy because his whole interview was blaming her. There was not once where he took accountability. And now he's finally like taking accountability in this confessional when months later he's just going to blame it all on her. It just doesn't. Yeah, no, it definitely doesn't. So we do see Terry Maloney, all-star Terry Maloney, you know, have a moment with Schwartz. It seems like she had been wanting to chat with him. And she basically tells him, like, look, you really hurt Katie by kissing Raquel in Mexico. And, you know, by doing that, you hurt me. And you blew it, basically. You blew your chance for an amicable, you know, resolution to your marriage and an ongoing friendship. And, you know, of course, Schwartz is like, I wasn't even really thinking about it. And it's like, yeah, because they show the flashback and he's talking about how Raquel's the forbidden fruit and like, you know, Katie doesn't want them to happen. So he wants it to happen even more to spite Katie. And it's like, bullshit, you weren't thinking about it. And how dare you lie to Terry Maloney like that? I know. Terry is a queen for standing up for Katie. You know, it's obvious that she cares about Schwartz and was deeply, authentically hurt by what he did, as was Katie. So... Thank you, Terry, for coming and just telling it like it is. We then move to probably what is the most cringe scene of this episode, maybe of the entire season. We need to dissect this because Ariana and Raquel go out to the garden bar. This is the scene that Lala teased on Watch What Happens Live, saying that during the finale, which this was supposed to be the finale until the Scandaval tapes, you know, emerged. So this conversation that they have was probably, you know, one of the worst of the season. So they're at the garden bar and they're talking about what else Ariana and Tom's relationship. And Raquel is actually the one that brings this up just out of nowhere. I mean, I'm sure Ariana has shared with her that they're having issues, but she just straight up asks, how are you in Sandoval? Oh my God. It was so just unnatural. And like looking back, I'm sure Ariana is just watching this like, what a fucking nut job. Like who can just stand face to face with their friend and ask about her relationship when you're sleeping with her boyfriend? Like that is another level of honestly evil. Like that it takes a special kind of fucked up person to be able to do that. And, you know, Ariana is just like opening up to her and she's like, well, you know, we had a big argument the other day because Tom feels like he's not being heard. And Raquel's like, are you guys still having sex? 
What? I think Raquel is trying to dig for information and see if what Tom is telling her is matching up with what Ariana says. Because Tom's probably been telling Raquel, look, we don't even have sex anymore. Like, we're basically roommates at this point. And I think Raquel is like, you know, trying to verify this. But like, how how awful of her to just stand there and ask that and then say like, well, you know, you should want to be intimate. Like, you should want to have sex with your partner. And asks Ariana if she's even still sexually attracted to him. Like, again, what? Oh, my God. Of course, Ariana is just thinking that this is one of her best girlfriends and they're just having, like, an honest conversation. And she's really divulging, like, a lot of vulnerable information and sadly, it is not to someone who she is emotionally safe with. I felt so bad for Ariana in this moment because she was talking about how, you know, she wasn't confident and, you know, you have to feel good about yourself in order to kind of have sex with somebody. And that really just broke my heart because we know that she suffered from body issues. And, you know, we think that Raquel is trying to be here for her in this moment, but the line that set me off was when Raquel, she's like, well, you know, after a few years when I, I stopped, you know, being sexually attracted to James and we stopped having sex, that's when I knew that I needed to break up with him. It's like she's feeding this idea into Ariana's head that like this is not normal to have in a relationship. Um, and that totally just broke my heart. Um, meanwhile, Ariana's just like, oh, no. We're just going to talk about it. We'll be fine. Yeah. And then another thing that stood out is that Raquel, you know, flat out asks Ariana, like, so you want to stay in this relationship? And Ariana was like, yeah. And Raquel, you can just see her processing this information in real time. She's like, okay, uh, okay. I mean, that was clearly not the answer that she expected. That's not the answer she wanted to hear. And it is just like... It's heartbreaking watching her do this to Ariana. It is so heartbreaking. Um, so they leave that conversation. And then she goes and decides to sit right next to Katie, which she does this. And I'm like, oh, shit. Shit's about to go down. Because, you know, Katie wants nothing to do with her. And, you know, they start, they start talking about Tom Schwartz, of course. And Raquel basically says, like, you filed for divorce. It should be none of your business if we make out or not. And I am team Katie on this one because she's like, I was with him for for 12 years. Shut the fuck up. Like, just shut the yeah. fuck up. And she says what we've all been wanting to say to Raquel the entire season. Yeah. And she's like, Raquel, you have zero empathy and you have zero respect. And it's like, yes, that is completely accurate, not only in this situation, but also in the situation with Sandoval and Ariana and you know everyone is hearing this escalating we've got Lala and Terry sitting over here Schwartz is just pretending to ignore it he's pretending like he doesn't know what's going on he's rubbing lemons into his armpits blaming his BO on his new shirt okay and it's just like Raquel is not she cannot she doesn't understand when to to quote Sutton let the mouse go and she just keeps trying to explain herself and Katie is like, I'm not going to sit here and listen to this. And then, you know, Katie's mom chimes in and oh, Raquel, Raquel, 
uh-uh. Because Terry says, you know, Raquel, I was nice. To, like, can I say something? And Raquel goes, oh, God. And it's like, oh, no, you did not just roll your eyes at Terry Maloney. Like, I don't care who you are. You should not do that to someone's mother. Like, who does she think she is to to treat Terry like that? Some An innocent bystander. You know what I mean? Like, it's like one thing to go after the castmates. That's what the show yeah. is about. But that's like going after Lisa Vanderpump. I mean, Raquel, read the fucking room. How yeah. are you raised? How were you raised? The girls had it right. She was raised wrong. Yeah, it's not great. Then, of course, who comes over to fight her battle for her and be on her side? Tom Sandoval. And once again, he's getting involved. You know, Katie's trying to say, like, go, like, this doesn't involve you. But because he's obsessed with Raquel, it does. He involves himself. And, you know, he never makes things better. Like, anytime Sandoval steps into a conversation when Katie's involved, it's going to blow the fuck up. And Ariana is just, like, overcome with emotion at this point. And she doesn't like seeing her friends yelling at each other. She feels stuck in the middle. She just goes over to Lisa and just starts crying. And it's very clear that Ariana is like really struggling, like not just with this stuff, but like with with life in general at the moment. You know, she is grieving over her her dog. She's grieving over her grandmother. She is going through a lot with trying to start this business. She's in the middle of this fight and it's just too much for her. And instead of Sandoval going and comforting her, He's sticking up for Raquel. That was so tough to watch. She is bawling. She's been through so much. And just to to see that all go down that way is really, really tough. There is so much going on at this moment, though, that Katie feels the need to pull Schwartz aside. And, you know, they go where all altercations should be solved the sir back alley and you know i think that they need this time to themselves to really talk about what's been going on um you know katie's livid schwartz has a lot to say for himself but who walks up but raquel like get the fuck out of here like what are you doing there raquel like just get out um and you know she's trying to talk to katie and katie's like no like go away we're trying to have a conversation and, you know, they're basically saying how they had this flirty thing and they had to experiment, but it's over now. And like she's saying all of this with like a smile on her face and a smirk. And it's just sick. It's sick. And I was so pissed at Tom Schwartz in this moment because he is such a spineless little piece of shit. You know, instead of him being like, Raquel, look, just give us a minute. OK, like, let me talk to Katie. You know, instead of doing that, he's like, Katie, she's trying to apologize, you know, try to hear her out. She's trying. It's being genuine. It's coming from a good place. And it's like, Tom, you are literally incapable of taking your wife's side, your ex-wife's side any single time, like in any situation. He just cannot do it. It's tough. Um, you know, we think that Tom Sandoval is the villain. Tom Schwartz isn't much better. I mean, I don't know. It's it's different. But the way he treats Katie, you know, before, during and after their marriage is intolerable. So they finally go back inside. And of course, we get the, you know, what would be the finale speech by none other than Lisa Vanderpump. And, you know, 
she's basically saying that, you know, you guys are going to learn how to deal with what life throws at you. And they're showing the crowd. Everybody is crying, whether they're upset or kind of like, you know, touched by what Lisa is saying, except for one person. And that is the devil herself, Raquel Levis, because she just stands there and smiles like it's an inspirational speech. And, you know, nothing's going on. There's not like yelling and fighting and emotions all around you. Like, you know, this is a happy place. Like, once again, psychopath. Yeah, it's very strange. I will have to say, I think that was one of my favorite transitions that we've seen in this season is like Tom and Katie like yelling at each other in the alley. And then all of a sudden it's like, happy birthday to bringing out the cake. It reminded me of Knocked Up when Seth Rogen is yelling at Paul Rudd. And then Paul Rudd just turns around and starts singing happy birthday to his daughter. It did make me laugh. But yeah, this was a super emotional like ending. And even Lisa was almost in tears, you know, trying to say like, we've all gone through things together. Like, it's going to get better as you age. You'll learn how to deal with this stuff. And I don't know if Raquel's hearing the same speech or not, or if she's like feeling the energy in the room, but like something's off. Something is off. And, you know, little do they know what's to come. The fact that they, you know, Lisa gave this entire speech not knowing what was about to happen just months later is insane. So, of course, after this episode, we have the finale next week that we have all been waiting for. It's going to be so intense, followed by the three-part reunion. In case you missed it, we just dropped a reunion trailer breakdown, which is so shocking. So make sure you go watch it to catch up. Um, subscribe so you don't miss any more Bravo breaking news. And you can also listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. See you next time. 